Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the VR1 NFT Podcast. I'm your host, VR1, and as you know, this is where we live. Today's a special day. I want to talk about one of our brothers who is phenomenal when it comes to music and talent and art and has pretty much took over the world. Ladies and gentlemen, today's episode will be dedicated to the great John Baptiste. Um, you guys have to forgive me. I, I'm very emotional, you know. And one thing about my show is that I always wanted it to be conversation style. I just saw a clip from the Stephen Corbet show, which, as you know, he's the main musician, him and his band. And um, it brought me to tears. And I, I just want to share this because I'm allowing my heart to feel. I'm allowing myself to cry. But these are tears of joy. Um, once again, this episode will be dedicated to Mr. John Batiste. So a few years back, um, I got more and more into the West Coast uh, late show uh, hosts like... Um, Jimmy Kimmel and um, Stephen Colbert, etc. Uh, shout out to all the Conan O'Briens and the Jimmy Fallon's. I love uh, Jay Leno. And um, there was something special about this brother, man. His music, his vibe, and it was so compelling. I was so drawn to the music. I knew from day one that this kid was special, man. I knew there was something more than what meets the eye. I, I began to follow his music. I began to 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 be a fan. Like I, I look forward to his bits on the show. I look forward to um hearing the music being played. And um I had no idea he had worked on Soul for the score and the soundtrack of the movie. Well, a few days ago when uh the Oscars were being nominated, um all the other subsequent award shows were going on basically around the same time. And they mentioned the fact that he had put together the score for that movie, which has a deep sentimental value because I am a barber as well. So I really, really loved those characters in the barbershop. And as a matter of fact, my older brother Jonas and Miss Rana, which is one of our master barbers, they resemble those two characters as if somebody drew them based on those two real life people in my life. So it's very, very dear to my heart. And um, they fast forward to the story of his wife that he had secretly eloped and married a few years back and, and her overcoming uh, cancer to now be fighting cancer once again. And um, it's such a beautiful love story. Like, you can just see that there's more to life than what we can see. Like, it's one of the most fucking beautiful things, man. The way this man is is standing right next to this beautiful angel while she's facing some of the toughest moments in life. And it's hard to be an artist and be away from from your wife and your kids. You know, I'm an artist, so I know exactly what that's like. Um, I had several years where I decided, you know, wherever I go travel, I'm going to bring my family because those moments are so important. 
that your family knows why you work so hard. But um, while he's dealing with the most painful thing in a person's life, you know, dealing with a terminal illness, all at the same swift stroke, you know, his music career is on top of the world. And how do you balance that? You know, I, I learn a lot from artists because I'm an artist myself. And in this industry, just like in life, there's no manual on how to do it perfectly. But um, sometimes life, it puts you through so many things, you know. You go through extreme pain. Like, I've been through extreme pain in this music industry. At the same time, I've done so many wonderful things because of the music. And in his speech, in his uh, album of the year speech, you know, he was saying how he doesn't feel like anybody is the best at any of this. He feels that the music creates his own radar in a sense and it finds the person that needs it somewhere in the world and in a lifetime. And, you know, for him is a spiritual therapy. Like, like the way that he said that, his body language, his demeanor, the way that he jokes, everything he brings to the table is like the total package. And it brings me to tears because I'm so proud of this brother. And I'm so happy to call him one of my brothers and one of my colleagues and peers in the music industry. And somebody that I greatly admire. You know, somebody that I'm definitely going to study. This this guy is a legend in the making. He's way ahead of his time. And um, I felt compelled to share that with my listeners. Because... This moment in my life is built around that radar, that message finding me at this moment in my life where, like, I've suffered so much fucking pain. And now I can see right around the corner, right around the river bend, all of the blessings I've been praying for for the last 20 something odd years of my life. And I'm so humbled and I'm so grateful and I'm so appreciative and I'm so thankful to have been blessed with this opportunity. So I wanted to share this with my audience, you know, with each and every one of you that makes up my community, um, whether it's for my music or any type of business, motivational, um, items, maybe the podcast or the radio show, I will will work hard and I will continue to pray that someday I'm able to impact the world in such a positive way, you know, like, it is truly a fucking blessing, man, to even feel what I'm feeling right now, like, as tears are coming out of my eyes. I'm sitting in front of a of a restaurant. I'm in the journey of picking up my family. Yet I feel that my soul needed a purge and was in the process of that purge where I can just let these emotions out. As a matter of fact, one of my business partners and one of my very dear childhood friends um, just went through a similar moment and we spoke about it a few days ago. And I said, you know, like you're purging you there's a lot of things in your subconscious that you're releasing and 
you're you're able to grow and expand and, and you can tell just by having a conversation and um you know i wanted to to share that with you guys you know it's not just the music it's not just this gentleman and this artist for me it's like god's way of telling me like i got your back i'm here you know, you thought I was going to forget about you. I didn't forget about you. You thought I was going to stop feeling your pain. I didn't stop feeling your pain. You know, you thought I wasn't going to guide you every step of the way. Look at you now. You're about to conquer the world. You don't even know it yet. I haven't told you yet. I was making a comment. And I was discussing certain people of entertainment, music industry. Some artists that made it so big and nobody told them that they won. Like, you already won the game. You know? I say that to myself now. That's what the universe is telling me. I'm very much inspired by that speech. And I would definitely look more into it. But I want all of you to know, as well as the higher power, that I greatly appreciate this opportunity in my life to be feeling these beautiful feelings. I even spoke to my daughter yesterday. I heard her voice for a few minutes. Even that in itself was very therapeutic and healing. God doesn't owe me nothing. I don't owe anybody anything. Nobody owes it me anything. God is very selective, you know. And when he gives you a moment like that, you know, absorb it, process it, learn as much as you can, and utilize it for the greater good and purpose of your life. Because you're one step closer to understanding why you're here. And these are tears of joy. I hope that they reach you in a great space and that they motivate you to continue to push forward. It is such a beautiful feeling that I've been granted the gift from the higher power to feel what I'm feeling right now. And I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next time.